Greetings and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is, what is today? Today is uh, Saturday, August 27th, 2022. It is 5.02 p.m. 27th. I don't know if I said 27th or if my tongue got lazy, but it is August 27th and it is Saturday. So, <clears throat> okay, you guys. Today, I am talking about authority. Authority. When it comes down to us as believers, we know that we have authority. God-given authority over every creeping, crawling thing, right? We have authority over those things, right? Um, And what a lot of us end up doing is we shout out that we have authority, right? We speak to um, different things and we say, I have authority over you, you know, and so we think Because we are stating that we have authority, that things are just going to line up, right? And go the way that we uh, want them to go because we're speaking it. And yes, words, while words are very uh, powerful, words are, um, are actually what our creator, who we're made in the image and likeness of, he created the entire everything you see like the universe natural things he he created this world with his words yes um while we have authority in everything right um we have to realize that it's more than just um speaking it right it's more than just speaking it so i'm going to talk about what happened today okay with me so i was trying to you know because you all know that i am um trying to work on my clothing line and in the meantime i am upcycling things and doing things like that just seeing just just really experimenting around and seeing what it is that i want to do you know what do i have the love for etc etc right so I um, was sitting down looking at YouTube or attempting to. I had gathered up a lot of clothes that I wanted to um, upcycle and change um, and alter. And so then what I was doing after that was I was looking um, for um, inspiration on what to do with these particular pieces that I found in my closet. And so the entire time I'm um, watching, I have, I don't know if anyone else is experiencing it, but the gnats are off the chain this summer. These things where you can't leave any type of liquid just sitting out. Say, for instance, you have a cup or something like that and you have some liquid in it. Do not make the mistake of leaving that just sitting around any type of liquid. okay? because in the summertime, you know, or any time really, but especially the summertime, you know, gnats and, and, and bugs and things are drawn to that. So and flies and things like that. Right. So I'm sitting 
try, just minding my business trying to look at, at at the stuff that I need to look at. And uh, and sorry if y'all hear me uh, up moving around and you hear spritz and sprays. I am killing flies and gnats. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so um, I was trying to pay attention to uh, the task at hand, which is watching the YouTube DIYs, right? And um, in that moment, these flies and these gnats, they were flying you know how gnats and flies, they'll fly right towards your face or like they're trying to get in your ear hole or your, your eye hole or your nose holes. You know what I mean? They're obnoxious, right? And so I was sitting in my bed and I was getting frustrated, you know, um, with them flying into me and bothering me. And I sat in my bed and I said, I have authority over you. I have authority over you. I have a God-given authority. See, we like to we like to tell them that God gave us this authority, right? I have this God-given authority, and you have to leave me alone. You have to line up and leave me alone because I have authority over you. Word of God tells me I have authority over you. So I'm doing that, and as I'm doing that, I'm realizing these suckers are just like, no, no, no. So, I don't care. I'm going to keep bothering you. It's like they was trying to punk me, y'all. So, I'm sitting here like getting punked by these things, moving, head moving, swatting. You know what I mean? Then I got creative. Okay. Uh, you know, still in a lazy way, you guys. Still lazily doing this. I pick up a piece of paper and I start fanning myself. And anyone who's ever been in church or anywhere like that or anywhere hot where you had to fan something, you realize that um, that fanning, your hand gets tired real quick, fast, and in a hurry, right? And so I'm sitting here fanning and I'm just like feeling so tired, like dude you know like this is really obnoxious that I have to sit here and do this because they were just getting more and more off the chain as I sat here and let them punk me and just tell them about my authority that I have this God-given authority right so then I realized oh <laughs> it's more than just saying that you have authority Naila you need to get up and do something with that authority you know what I'm saying? That's just like, those are empty threats. Those are empty words when you're saying, I have authority over you. God gave me authority over you. I have authority over you. I have, but you're not doing anything in it with it. It's like having, it's like having a, 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 a like a, a piece of paper, say for instance, a uh, restraining order against someone and they're coming towards you and you have this piece of paper and you're holding it up saying you're not supposed to be within 50 to 100 feet of me. Back up, back up. I have this paper. Guess what? They can still come towards you and do whatever it is they're wanting to do. Right. Because you're saying you have you have this right where, you know, they're not supposed to be, you know, you have this right to not have to be in their presence. Right. But you're just sitting there saying, I have authority. 
You're just sitting there saying, I have this, this, this decree that's saying that you're not supposed to touch me. You're not supposed to come within a hundred feet of me, you know, but you're sitting there as they're coming towards you. Usually you either have to do one or two things, right? You have to either leave that area or you need to call the police. So then that authority or that decree is, is being, you get what I'm properly exercised. You get what I'm saying? Cause as long as you're saying, I have this, I have this, I have this, but they know you're never going to get up and do anything about it. You're never going to get up and call the police on them. You're never going to move out of that location and go somewhere safe where they don't know where you are or whatever, whatever. It's just a piece of paper. It means nothing until you do something with it. Do you get what I'm saying? It means nothing. And the same thing was going on with me talking to creation saying I have authority over you as long as I was just saying I have authority over you but not actually exercising that authority by getting up and doing something about it then <laughs> it meant nothing. Now I'm sitting here, I'm able to sit here and, and I don't have stuff flying around me. I don't have stuff flying, trying to get in my ears. I don't have, you know, cause sometimes you have to eliminate the source too, right? So say for instance, you have a container of something like, um, let's say, let's say, um, you have something like a pop or some kind of sugary drink that you were drinking on the night before and you did not pour the rest out, right? And so those bugs were flying around that area and you were just like shooting all around at the things that are flying around you, but you're not eliminating the source. You're not taking away the, the actual liquid that it's attracted to, right? So it's just like they're producing and they're, you know, whatever, whatever. You're not bothering them. You're not bothering the source. You're not moving the source. You're just shooting at the air and shooting the ones that you see that are bothering you, then guess what? They're multiplying. More are going to come and you're going to have the same issue, right? The same issue until you get up and, and, and add action to that. Nothing's going to happen. Just like I talked to you all about um, what the word of God says about faith. What does it say? It says so many things about faith, but one of the things that, that, that is, is common with what I'm talking about now is that faith without works is dead. See, so many times we talk about, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Um, um, we believe God for our healing, but we don't change our eating. You know, we, 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 we ask God for, for healing, but we don't, we don't change our atmospheres that we're in. That's got us exposed to high levels of radiation or high levels of, of, of cigarette smoke or whatever. We don't change anything, but we ask God to do something for us, but we don't change anything about what we're doing then that means that yeah you're having all the faith but it's dead sorry guys i'm spraying these things there they've gotten stupid out of control um so yeah you know you have to change something you have to line up with the authority that you're saying god has given you right i've heard so many times people 
you know, talk about the, the God-given authority, but they're not changing anything. And then when nothing happens, they look at it as though it was either a lie or it works for everyone else and it doesn't work for them. There are things that you have to do. There are things you have to do, but I'm not here to tell you what it is that you, you need to do. What I'm here to tell you is you and your situation, knowing your situation, coupled with um, inquiring, um, asking the Holy Spirit what it is you need to do, that's how you find out your answer. I'm just here to tell you that I actually had this issue and I had to realize, oh, Naila, there's things that you have to do. There's things you have to do. You have to change something to line up with what you're believing God for. Just like when I told you all the story of the the guy on YouTube who filed for divorce out of fear that his wife was going to disappear and he would just be stuck in this marriage. He filed for divorce, but then he asked the YouTuber who specializes in, 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 in standing and waiting for your husband or your wife or whoever to return. He, he asked that person to pray that God would heal his marriage. But he was doing something contrary to what he was believing God for. I could see if she was filing for divorce and he was praying that the divorce doesn't go through or she changes her mind or God, you know, help her, you know, come to the conclusion that that's not what she's supposed to do. God, if this is not your will, don't allow that to work out. But no, you are actually going and filing yourself out of fear and then asking someone else to pray that your marriage is healed. How does that work? You're working against the very thing that you're asking God for. Just the same thing when we're dealing with um, our spouses or whatever, when they're around, right? And um, when when they're in the picture and you're living with them day in, day out, y'all are arguing all the time. Y'all are, um, y'all are uh, just button heads all the time, right? But it's like you're yelling and you're screaming at each other and then you go to God and you say, God, Please help, you know what I mean, this to stop happening. You know, I I need, you know, help with this, God. I need peace in my home. Yet you are not changing your outward. You get what I'm saying? You're not changing anything about your attitude or how you're going about things. You're still, you know what I mean, um, entangled in the arguments. You're still arguing back with this person, but you're asking God to stop. You know what I mean? To 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 change this atmosphere. Yet you need to 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 line up with what you're asking God for. Do you get what I'm saying? And I did that uh, in the end. You know, it was just like, OK, I can't argue with him. I can't argue with him, even though he started it. I can't take on the same energy that he has and expect anything to change. What I have to do first is I have to line up with what I'm asking God for. And then God has something to work with. You get what I'm saying? So uh, towards the end of my husband being around, I would not argue with him. 
he would get to 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 saying his points and whatever and what he think and with an attitude or whatever and I would sit and I would be quiet why because the word of god says that a uh uh that um a soft answer turns away wrath i believe that's what it says a soft answer instead of you yelling back and hollering and screaming our arguments would last for so long we would be up all night we'd be tired exhausted and I got to a point where I was just because I'm not an argumentative person as far as like yelling and screaming. I believe it's a waste of time. I don't like doing it. OK, so if we can get to a conclusion quicker without all of that, then that's what I'm for. OK, I love that. But because he wasn't in that place, you know, we would sit and we would we would argue for hours and wouldn't not get anywhere. And so I got to the point where I was just like, why am I participating, you know, in these arguments? Why am I getting on his level when I feel like I don't want to be on that level? That's not even in my character. So I got to the point where I would just be quiet. I would let him say whatever it was that he wanted to say in whatever tone he wanted to say it in. And then I would come back with a soft answer, right? A soft answer. And I would, you know, just wait. And then I would be like, okay, all right. I see your point. All right. You know, or something to that, that extent or, okay, all right. Um, what do you want to eat? You get what I'm saying? Um, what do you want for dinner? Um, okay. You know, I would, I would just redirect. I would just say something to that extent because, you know, I took in what he had to say. Um, but, um, I understood that talking to him about it in that moment wouldn't get us anywhere. Right. So I just wouldn't, you know, and there would be times where I even realized that it was easier to take in what he says, listen to him and say, okay. And then what I would do is I would go back and either write out my feelings, write out what he said, and then write out what my feelings were, because then I could, I could, me taking a beat gave me time to breathe and not be so angry about it and not respond back in anger. You get what I'm saying? For me not to just get out here and just when you're angry, a lot of times you say things that you don't mean or you say things that you very much so mean in a mean way. <laughs> you say it in a way that cuts. Right. So so it's like you're fighting dirty. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I would just go, be calm, pray about it, think about it, think about what I wanted to say. And when we were very, but there will be times where he was calm and he was chill and I would come and I would say, Hey, um, can I talk to you about something? And he'd be like, yeah, because he's not angry right now. He's in a good, you know, headspace. I wouldn't bring it to him in a way to then make him mad back to the point where he was at. But I would come and I would say, hey, can I talk to you? 
And he said, yeah. And I said, hey, um, I was noticing something the one day and I noticed that this happened and that happened. And I was noticing that there's a pattern like you guys, I did. I started noticing certain patterns and I started showing him different ways where where um, the devil was interjecting and causing issues. And I would say right at this moment when I started praying is when you came in with this or right in this moment. And then I remember at a certain point him saying, well, why didn't you, why don't you tell me this when it's happening? And I'm like, cause you can't hear me at that moment. You can hear me now. You're hearing me say things now that if I would have said it in the moment, you would not have been listening to me cause you're already on 10. <laughs> You're already on 10. And so <clears throat> that's how I started going about things like, you know, okay, yeah, I have, we have authority, you guys, over um, the devil and his schemes and everything else. But what we have to realize is that we have to take a stand in, in that authority. Um, a lot of, of what's going on, there are certain actions that we need to that we need to step into in order for our faith to be activated. You get what I'm saying? I have seeds. I have seeds. I have some flower seeds and they would look beautiful in my front yard, right? And I keep saying I'm going to plant these seeds. I have, you know, I in that seed, I have the ability Right. The ability to grow sunflowers with these seeds. Right. But they're still in the package and they're still sitting in my desk drawer. Right. So as long as they're sitting there, they have the authority all day long. They have the authority to produce. But until I put them in the correct environment, it's not going to it's going to come to nothing. It's going to stay that same form. It's not going to multiply. It's not going to, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to uh, return to me a harvest. I have to do something that is going to activate the faith of what I'm believing for. So I just came to to say that because, you know, so many times we get caught up in I have authority and I can just say I can say a word and it's done. And yes, yes, things do. When you when you speak a word, a lot of times things do start to happen, especially in negative words. A lot of times with negative words, we don't have to change a thing. Why? Because it has the right environment to grow anyway. So if we are just, you know, saying negative things, it's usually it usually has the authority or the power to grow and to manifest and to come forth in that same environment. We don't have to change anything about our environments for negative things to come into play, right? But it's usually when, when, when we're wanting something from it, like something positive, a positive experience or a harvest, it's usually when we're wanting something from it, good that we have to do something about it. You get what I'm saying? Negativity can grow in, in a lot of these atmospheres that we already have set, right? It's when we're wanting a harvest 
when we're wanting something to come to pass, when we're wanting that thing to come to pass, that we're realizing, let me put something with this to make this happen. Let me change the atmosphere that it is in until I take those seeds out of my drawer and take them out of the package and put them in the correct soil and the right environment, which is outside in the sun and, and cover that thing up and give it the nutrients it needs like water or whatever it is that we need to make it grow until I do that. They are just seeds that have the ability to become something great. They have the ability to reproduce all along. They have um, 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 potential. They have the potential. All of us have the potential to succeed. All us, all of us have the potential in us to be successful, to be millionaires, really even. But there's only certain people who are becoming millionaires. Why? Because they were purposed to be that? Not necessarily. Sometimes it's just that they took the action on top of them making the vision boards or whatever it is, which, you know, I heard that vision boards are demonic. I don't know if it's true or not, <laughs> but, you know, um, I do know the, the scripture, write the vision and make it plain. So, so yeah, we can write out things and we can make it, make it plain and we can, we can put pictures up, you know what I mean? And, 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 and let our eyes physically see what it is that we're wanting to get out of life. But we also have to put something in play. We also have to get up and do something to get to that end result. Yeah, there are some miracles that happen where you don't do anything and you just got something given to you all of a sudden. You just had this big amount of money dropped in your lap. But for most of us, we have to do something. We weren't born into a family that, that is rich. We weren't born into a situation or we didn't come into a situation where a rich relative we didn't know died and left us all this money. You know, we are just in a situation where we're needing something to happen. We're believing for it to happen, but are we doing anything to get to it? We have to exercise in the potential that we have in us we have to do something with that or all day every day we're just gonna be full of potential with no results right so i'm not gonna tell you what you need to do in your situation to make this conversation that i'm having with you or or this 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 speech that i'm giving you right now for it to have any relevance in your life I'm not going to tell you what you need to do in your marriage to get to that. I'm not going to tell you what to do in your life uh, as far as business to get to that. I'm not going to tell you any of those things because that's between you and the Holy Spirit. What the Holy Spirit directs me to do may be different from what he's directing you to do. Is Does it mean that I'm wrong and, and you're right or you're wrong and I'm right? No, it means that each thing each one of us is tailored different. So God is going to go about things with each one of us differently. I have three kids, right? With three different personalities. If I treat all three of them the same, 
and and speak to them the same i might not get as many results as if i were is uh um like instead of if i were to customize uh, according to each one's personality or age range, right? I have to talk to each one of them differently. I have to treat each one of them differently, right? Because they are three different people. So the same goes with the Holy Spirit residing in each one of us. It's the same Holy Spirit, but the thing is, he is going to speak to each one of us differently at different times. And that is the problem with why getting into listening to just any and everybody on YouTube is not a good way to go about your spiritual life or really anything. Because this person is going to tell you to do this. And then this person is going to turn around and they're going to tell you to do this or that. Or you might... Uh, tap into something that's really useful to you and then what the algorithm is going to do is it's going to pick up on the fact that okay you you seem to watch these type of videos so we're going to keep kicking these to you but what it might do is with each person they're talking about kind of the same thing but then they'll they'll kind of tweak it and they'll say it in a different way that takes you in a different direction and blah 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 say you get what i'm saying and it might be right for someone at a certain point but it might not be fully right for you which sends you into a state of confusion which is not of god Right. So we have to make sure that we're not so much listening to others voices, but that we are listening to the Holy Spirit who is going to redirect us into the right direction for what we need for our particular lives, our particular marriages, blase, blase, children, whatever. He's going to tell you the right thing for you in your situation. Right. And so I just wanted to to come and just and just talk about that for a second, because, you know, I was just noticing, yes, I have authority, but what am I going to do about it? You know, you have authority. What are you going to do about it? That is that is what today's discussion is. You have authority. Yes. Now, what are you going to do about it? Okay, so that that's what I wanted to come and talk about today. So um, I appreciate every single one of you and and each listen that I get. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to come and encourage someone today who needed to hear that. Yes, you have authority, but shouting that you have about the authority that you have. And that's it. Gets you nowhere. You have to put an action to it. Faith without works is dead. So what is it that you need to do in your life to exercise in that God-given authority? All right. Well, thank you all for coming and listening. I appreciate every single last one of you. Um, remember to keep your attitudes in check. Remember that God loves you and I love you too. And until next time, peace. Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.